1: Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, December 14th, 2019, 6.07 p.m. Eastern Time. And welcome to episode number 185 of the WCWS Radio Network's uh, uh, weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. As we get set to have to uh, talk about, of course, everything that took place here in the radio network here this week. Plus also get yourself, get, get your, uh, you're definitely prepared for what will be a big night tomorrow night with WWE's, uh, next pay-per-view installment TLC, the last one for 2019. And also <coughs> let you know what will be taking place here. Of course, uh, as far as our activities go leading up to that here, of course, tomorrow. Um, also of course, we'll be bringing you today's wrestling history and birthdays, Plus, also some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. If you care to listen in and join us here this evening for Power Hour number 185, please feel free to <clears throat> join us by, uh, of course, uh, call, uh, by of course, calling in at 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID: 141364 uh, pound. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Of course, the rest of the panel way too tough to handle, taking it easy here after a long week here. Of course, a big-time wrestling talks, discussion, and everything under the sun. <clears throat> and of course, like I said, we are looking forward to what would be a very interesting show tomorrow night. And we'll get into more detail about that here in just a few moments. In the meantime, let's go ahead and start it off, as we always do, with our uh, wrestling history and birthday series for today, December the 14th. Uh, Let's see here. Yes, Cindy. 46 years ago today, which would put it at 1973 in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Vern Gagne defeated the Crusher to win the AWA World Heavyweight title for the sixth time. (laughs) Uh, 33 years ago today, which would put it at 1986 WWF tapes the ninth edition of Saturday Night's Main Event from the Hartford Civic Center in Hartford, Connecticut. The show did not air until January the 3rd of 1987. Here are the matches that took place. Hulk Hogan defeated Paul Orndorff in a steel cage match to retain the WWF title. The match was restarted when both men hit the floor at the same time when they escaped the cage. Macho Man Randy Savage defeated George Animal Steel to retain the Intercontinental title. Junkyard Dog defeated King Harley Race by DQ. Adrian Adonis defeated Roddy Piper by Countout. And Blackjack Mulligan defeated Jimmy Jack Funk. 27 years ago today, which it at 1992 in Tokyo, Japan, the Hellraisers, who was Road Warrior Hawk and Power Warriors, Kenzuki Sasaki, defeated Scott Norton and Tony Heim, who would, of course, go on to the WWE. WWF as Ludwig Borga <clears throat> to win the IWGP Tag Team Titles. 21 years ago today, which would put it at 1998, let's this see. This, yeah, that's right. 1998, on Rawls' War from Tacoma, Washington, the Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock defeat the New Age Outlaws to win the WWF Tag Team Titles. <laughs> 16 years ago today, which would put it at 2003, WWE presented Armageddon from the TD Waterhouse Center in Orlando, Florida. About 9,000 were in attendance with 200,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. In a Sunday Night Heat (coughs) pre-show match, Rico defeated Heinrich in just 88 seconds. And in the regular matches, of course, Booker T defeated Mark Henry. Randy Orton defeated RVD to win the IC title. Mick Foley was the special referee. Chris Jericho and Christian defeated Trish Stratus and Lita in an intergender tag team match. Shawn Michaels defeated Batista. Evolution, who was Ric Flair and Batista, last defeated the Dudley Boys in a tag team turmoil match to win the world tag team titles. Other participants in order order of elimination were La Resistance, who was Rene Dupree and Robert Conway, The Hurricane and Rosie, Val Venus and Lance Storm, Mark Jindrak and Garrison Cade, who, was, of course, would go on to be the late Lance Cade, and also the team of Test and Scott Steiner. Molly Holly defeated Ivory to retain the women's title, and Triple H defeated Goldberg and Kane in a triple threat match to win the World Heavyweight title. Eleven years ago today, which we put it at 2008, WWE presented Armageddon from the HSBC Arena in Buffalo, New York. About 12,500 were in attendance, with 193,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. In a dark match, John Morrison and The Miz defeated Jesse and Festus. And the regular matchups here, Vladimir Kozlov defeated Matt Hardy. CM Punk defeated Rey Mysterio to become the number one contender for the Intercontinental title. Finley defeated Mark Henry in a Belfast brawl. Batista defeated Randy Orton. Michelle McCool, Mickey James, Kelly Kelly, and Maria Defeated Maurice, Jillian, Victoria, and Natalya in a Diva Santa's Little Helper tag team match. John Cena defeated Chris Jericho to retain the World Heavyweight title. And Jeff Hardy defeated Edge and Triple H in a Triple Threat match to win the WWE title. Ten years ago today, which would put it at 2009, WWE presented the 2009 Slammy Awards on a special edition of Raw from Corpus Christi, Texas. Here are the results of that, of the who of who received the Slammies here. Superstar of the Year went to John Cena. Breakout Star of the Year went to Seamus. Match of the Year was Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25. Royal guest host of the year, of course, the one and only legendary Bob Barker. Oh my oh man, OMG moment of the year went to Michael Cole, Vomits on Chris Jericho at decade of SmackDown. Extreme moment of the year was when Jeff Hardy jumps from a tall ladder onto CM Punk at Summerslam. The tag team of the year went to Jericho, of course, Chris Jericho and The Big Show. Shocker of the year was when CM Punk retired Jeff Hardy, and the Diva of the year went to Maria. Let's see. Uh, let's see, six years ago today, 2013. Ring of Honor presented final battle from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. In a dark match, Brutal Burgers, Bob Evans and Cheeseburger, defeated Team Benchmark, who was Bill Daly and Will Ferreira. And as for the regular matches here, Matt Hardy defeated Adam Page. Silas Young defeated Mark Briscoe in a strap match. The Young Bucks defeated Adrenaline Rush, who was ACH and Tadarius Thomas. Kevin Steen, who, of course, we would know now is Kevin Owens. Defeated Michael Bennett in a stretcher match. Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly defeated Outlaw Inc., Eddie Kingston, and Homicide to retain the ROH World Tag Team titles. Tommaso Ciampa defeated Matt Taven to win the ROH World TV title. BJ Whitmer and Adam and, and Eddie Edwards defeated Jay Lethal and Roderick Strong. This was Edwards' final match with Ring of Honor. Post match, Whitmer turned on Edwards and along with Strong and Jimmy Jacobs. They formed the heel stable known as The Decade. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Adam Cole, baby, defeated Jay Briscoe and Michael Elgin in a three-way match to retain the ROH world title. Post-match, Chris Hero returned to Ring of Honor after a stand in NXT. In a neat side nugget, Hero was challenging for the CZW world title in Philadelphia a few hours earlier. Uh, let see. Five years ago today, uh, 2014, WWE presented TLC uh, tables, ladders, and chairs and stairs from the Quicken Lones Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. In a pre-show match, The New Day, Kofi Kingston and Big E defeated Goldust and Stardust. And as for the regular matches, Dolph Ziggler defeated Luke Harper in the ladder match to win the Intercontinental title. The Usos defeated The Miz and Damian Mizdow by DQ in a WWE tag team title match. Big Show defeated Eric Rowan in a stairs match. John Cena defeated Seth Rollins in a tables match. Had seen a loss. He would have lost his number one contendership for the WWE World Heavyweight title. Nikki Bella defeated AJ Lee to retain the Divas title. Ryback defeated Kane in a chairs match. Rusev defeated Jack Swagger to retain the U.S. title. And Bray Wyatt defeated Dean Ambrose in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Uh, let's see here. 4 let's see let's see. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Four years ago today, 2015, on Raw from Philadelphia, Roman Reigns defeated Sheamus in a career versus title match to win the WWE World Heavyweight Title. Had Roman Reigns lost? he would have been fired. It is the third time in as many years that the WWE's top prize has changed hands on Raw. However, it's actually the first time someone won the title in a match on Raw since July 25, 2011, when John Cena defeated Rey Mysterio for the title. The last two title changes on Raw, which was September 16, 2013, due to a controversial call, and, two, and June 9, 2014, due to injury. Actually, both of them were by Daniel Bryan, were title vacancies. And let us see, ladies and gentlemen, if we have, let us see if we have any, have any birthdays to report here for today. Uh, did not see any on our main page here. All uh, right. Let's see here. And we look to our secondary page here, folks, as we always do here, to see if we have any, any, any that we need to talk about here. No, ladies and gentlemen, we have no birthdays to re- to report uh, today. However, we will have a couple to talk about here tomorrow. Uh, <coughs> Uh, including, of course, uh, one of them. One of them being an actual, of course, one of them being a wrestling, um, a, a current WWE wrestler, and the other one is one of our own here in WCWS. But we won't go into that detail right now. But we will talk about that uh, tomorrow morning on WCWS. This morning. So there you have it with your wrestling history and birthdays here for today, December the 14th. Let's give the number one more time: 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID one one four one three six four pound. This is episode one hundred and eighty five of WWS Power Hour. Uh, like I said, Saturday, December fourteenth, twenty nineteen, is six eighteen p.m. Eastern Time. Of course, you've got Mister WWS Chad Hinshaw right here. Of course, <clears> here <throat> back on here with you here to, after what was it was a very big time week here in the radio network. Of course, the rest of the panel way too tough to handle. Of course, taking care of other matters here. To, uh, today uh, so that's why we're that's why we're once again flying a little bit solo here but you know what that's that's quite all right now of course ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and get right into of course talking about what will what uh what did take place all this week of course um as always we did as always of course we did get to hear from of course the Iceman, jeremy gerolamo the human suplex machine john bros to heartbreak Kid, ponzi uh <clears throat> as well as of course a lot of uh Uh, members of, of of course, a group started by, by John, of course, John Gross's Pro Wrestling and Sports Incorporated, I believe that's the name of the group. Um, of course, like you said, joining us through our live video feeds here, here this week, of course, uh, and I do want, do want to thank, of course, those groups for, for, of course, allowing us to post those live video feeds on. And I apologize if some of them were lost, of course, due to, of course, um, due, of course, to internet, uh, problems on my part or something going on with facebook or talk to you i'm not sure but nonetheless isolation we did get some good we did get in some good videos good discussions good conversations here uh, of course everything under the sun here of course this week monday night raw um of course was that was you know going in towards tlc um, of course obviously smackdown last night going into tlc um it does seem to me that, like I said, WWE may not be fully prepared for just seven matches that they currently have listed for, for of, course, uh, <clears throat> um, of course, for tomorrow evening's event. Um, I mean, hopefully, like I said, several of the storylines that are involved in this, uh, in, in that, that several of these matches are involved with will probably hopefully come to an end. Of course, most notably the one we've been talking about all this time is obviously the 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 situation between rusev lana and bobby lashley we hope that of course all three of those come to an end here very very soon i mean as i've said many many times they're using a the prime uh, prime cut superstar i mean like I said, wrong rusev is a great athlete as uh by all means but bobby lashley like i said a dynamite performer he's been through this dance many many times He's been involved in many different situations, not just in WWE, but, of course, in Impact Wrestling. Uh, uh, and also other things here in between. Ladies and gentlemen, excuse for this one second. Hello.
0: I'm doing a show. What is it? I, I'm talking. on. I'm, I'm talking very much. I'm doing a show. I'll probably leave here probably a little bit before 9. I'd right? like to pick up I'd like to be there by a certain time because I don't have anything. I normally try to get there like about 9 10 o'clock, maybe. Okay, I'm, now I may have Bobby with me. Yep. I understand. he said about me I don't know what
2: you
0: and I told Bobby I had something to do and I told him that plain day I told him I apologize about that but I had I was helping you. Well, I don't know why. I mean, he's just being a baby. That's all it is. You mean Archangel Methodist? I mean, that's what he was talking about you talking about Archdale Methodist? Okay, well, I told him that I was busy helping you with board meetings and all that. And he, he said, he said, that he said, okay, he understood that. He told me he understood that. I mean, he didn't buzz at me. I'll talk to him in the morning when I pick him up. Okay, bye. I will, I will, you know. Bye.
1: ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that, had had a, of course, uh, a, um, a, <clears throat> had a, of course, a in, incoming phone call, how to take care of here, but uh, we're back on here now, but of course, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, that that's, that's it, that's, uh, like I said, that's the nature of the beast here, that, that they'll use, they'll, they'll use, you know, They'll use, like I said, um, they'll 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 use, like I said, a great superstar like that to go to go towards, you know, like I said, doing these hokey, hokey storylines here and there, um, and then I mean, the thing about it is that's how relationships and that's how marriages get torn apart, you know, you know how lives get divided and everything like that. I mean, I even read somewhere that this this angle that they were doing, like in the early parts of it, that i read somewhere that Rusev said this was helping their marriage. Now, I mean, I don't know how deep it has gotten, but I mean, if this is all it is, pretty much, nothing more more than storyline here, then you know, obviously here, ladies and gentlemen, it's 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 just one of the most one of the most hokeyest things I've ever seen, and the thing WWE would kind of use that to uh, to their advantage here and just make them mo- just make a mockery of, uh, of the whole thing It's just way beyond words but of course hopefully like I said this match tomorrow at tlc i believe it is a it is a tables match uh he likes so it. this all will come to an end and i think a lot of people are probably really getting sick and tired of it they won't see bobby let I me mean, bobby lashley's one. Uh, one uh, aspiration that he's had here, he's been very vocal about it as well. So he's been One man he wants to face is Brock Lesnar. And, of course, obviously we haven't heard about, you know, we haven't heard if that's ever going to happen or not either. But, I mean, that, that might be something great to, that they might need to try to, uh, <coughs> uh, to, to, uh, to do at some point down the road. But, I mean, you know, the, the WWE is truly not, in my personal opinion, is not giving the fans what they want. And the bad thing about it is, Vince McMahon is really has really has kind of lost a lot of support from a lot of people as a result of it. Um, and I'm sure he probably, if, probably to him, it probably doesn't matter. But the bottom line here is, is, that he needs to understand is that if he starts losing the support, then you know, like I said, WWE is going to start falling very, very fast. And that's 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 just the kickstand that AEW AEW needs to just really, really step in and say, okay, we're the dominant force in wrestling now. I mean, they're giving the fans what they want to see. I mean, I will, I will give AEW all, all that. I mean, and you know how everybody is saying on both sides of the coin here that it is that, and I've said this before too, that both pe- that that people from both sides of the coin here are saying, okay, there's no competition going on between AEW and WWE. Well, I mean, the thing about it is the proof is in the pudding. We're seeing what's going on here, they're, they're, they're improving. WWE will take something, AEW will take something that happened in WWE, and they'll exploit it, and it would be vice versa. So, I mean, with all respect to, of course, the family of uh, EC, uh, ECW, AEW President Tony Khan, also those involved with WWE and all that, with all respect to all of them, um, they're just lying. They're just pretty much lying. I mean, I hate, to, I hate to really say that, but like I said, they're just pretty much just lying to their teeth. Because, like I said, the fans aren't stupid. They they know what's going on. So, so <clears throat> bottom line here in a nutshell, <clears throat> you know, they just need to they just need need to start really really seeing what's going on here. So that's my personal take on that. But of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, we did get predictions in for W V two T L C twenty nineteen. Of course, we have. We have six folks that are only taking part in this in here this time around. And as of course the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, the Iceman, Man DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, the Heartbreak, Keith Bonzi, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Mr. Hulkaminian Bob Ziegler. He is all, all uh, we just we just did get uh, Michelle's and Bobby's predictions in here today. So they will be of course read tomorrow during our special prediction show for TLC coming up tomorrow at five o'clock. <clears throat> and they're pretty much like I said, kind of agree with what everyone has pretty much said about the majority of the matches, <clears throat> but uh, it is going to be it is going to be something unique here, ladies and gentlemen. And I will go ahead and announce here. Um, go ahead, go ahead. I will go ahead on here now and announce about the six belts that we are going to have, of course, up the grabs here. Uh, and, and, and it is, and there are the following belts: uh, the AEWs. Fighter Fest Championship, the Impact U.S. Bound for Glory Championship, the Impact U.S. Destination X Championship, the AEW Casino Battle Royal Championship, the AEW Countdown Championship, and the WCCW Texas Heavyweight Championship. So those are your those are your belts that uh, that our six folks are going to be able to to uh to have a chance to choose of course like i said after what happens at tlc tomorrow night which of course like i said one of the matches here you could earn earn as many as two points here so there may be a a total of eight points of course this is going to be a real dynamite uh a dynamite uh setup here indeed uh but uh we'll just have to wait and see what all happens here of course speaking of tomorrow ladies and gentlemen let me go ahead and throw that out here at you uh that uh, tomorrow we have of course at eight o'clock don't forget don't, don't forget wws this morning at, uh 805-8613 town will be our next edition of ww of wws this morning we will of course have of course uh tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays we will also have of course ladies and gentlemen uh, uh of course uh <clears throat> let me see some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com and I may do a brief rundown of, um, and I I will repeat it, of course, here tomorrow afternoon, but I may do a brief rundown of what everyone has chosen as far as, of course, who they think is going to win each of the matches at tomorrow night's TLC event. Uh, so we will, of course, like I said, keep everybody, keep everybody apprised of that. <clears throat> but in the, the meantime here, don't forget to listen in on your way to your uh, church services here tomorrow. 805 uh, 8613 six one three pound for our latest edition, of course here of of, of WWS this morning. <clears throat> be sure to, of course, uh, check that out here. And then, of course, don't forget tomorrow evening at five o'clock will be our special edition of Revolution, of course, our prediction show here <clears throat> for TLC. Of course, as I will run down everybody's, I will run down everybody's predictions. Uh, <clears throat> uh, plus also of course I would let, I will be talking about my thoughts and opinions as to what's going to be taking place here uh, as far as all the matches are concerned and of course uh, and we'll see where it all goes here of course like I said we'll be on here for like I said for and unless we have any, of course, any folks pop on here and, and join us it may be just like said, it may be short it may be a little bit less than an hour but of course we are set to go through uh, for for an honor for, for at least an hour. But. Uh, but uh, in the meantime here, folks, don't forget to listen in on that. But like I said, special edition. Special year, of, of course, of Revolution tomorrow, even at five o'clock, of course, one three eight zero five five pound. Our live video feed will be from WWS News Channel. So, like I said, uh, we may also get some visitors, from, of course, coming from, from uh, the Human Suplex Machines uh, um, Facebook group. Of course, John Gross's uh, Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated. But, of course, like I said, we'll have we'll have a lot to talk about here. Of course, for for a whole hour, starting tomorrow at five. Of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. Let's give the number one more time here, folks: one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID. One four one six four pound this is of course episode number 185 of WWS power hour <coughs> for <coughs> for like I said Saturday December 14th 2019 mr. WWS Chad hinshaw of course on the line here with you as and of course the rest of the panel we too have to handle of course we're taking care of other matters today but uh, we will, of course hear from them of course coming up here this week in radio network as I'm sure TLC will be of course a a, a a much talked-about discussion here throughout the uh, uh, will will definitely be be a much much uh, much talked-about topic here this week, as well as of course what happens on Raw, of course, and SmackDown after TLC, obviously with AEW and NXT coming up, of course, this Wednesday, probably the last ones here for the, until possibly uh, before Christmas, but still it will be a big-time moment here indeed. Uh, but we'll definitely, like I said, uh, <clears throat> we'll definitely keep you apprised of all that here this week in the radio network. And of course, I will inform everyone. Uh, <clears throat> of course, I will inform everyone on Raw Radio this month, this coming Monday, as to where our live video feeds will be for the coming week here in here in WSWS, So be sure to listen in on that. In the meantime, here, folks, like I said, we got plenty of time here to go. So we're going to go on right ahead and shift gears, and we're going to go right into our. Our wrestling news and our wrestling news tidbits here, of course, courtesy of our friends, of course, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Of course, um. we do thank our friends at 411mania for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows here during the week. Of course, of everything, of course, you know, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, of course, WSWS This Morning, and others. Excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. Our first story, of course, coming up here. Uh, and, of course, a lot of these may have probably come out from yesterday, but that's quite all right. We'll go back and just in case anyone needs any chance to look at them, we will... We will, of course, uh, we we will, of course, like I said, go on ahead and read through them here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here last night. Uh, some WWE news right here. Uh, Dana Brooke actually comments on doing a Batista bomb on SmackDown, and plus the latest vignette from Sheamus. So let's see what we have. Let's see what we have right here. Dana Brooke took took <coughs> page out of her. Twitter boyfriend Batista's book on this on last night's edition of SmackDown. I had a message for him afterwards, as you can see in the below tweet, Brooke hit a Batista bomb on Bailey during their matches and a message to the impending to the um, um, upcoming WWE Hall of Famer. Of course, uh, Dana Brooke uh, said here, this is this is her tweet. She said at 906 p.m., she said. Um. <clears throat> And Richard responded to what WWE was saying. Of course, actually, WWE uh, said, hey, at Dave Batista, hashtag SmackDown, at Dana Brooke, WWE, at its Bailey, WWE. And Dana Brooke typed in, babe, thought of you, not as good as yours, though, at Dave Batista. So, uh, so, it'd be interesting to see what, uh, see what Batista thinks about that. And also, WWE shared the last vignette for Seamus' soon-to-be returned to SmackDown, which he promised to return to the Blue Brand to, to prom- return to Blue Brand to pop prominence. This has become the home of weak- weaklings and wimps. So it's uh, it's it's a very uh, so the video looks, a little, looks looks very dark and prompt, but you know it. Anything, of course, like I said, hopefully, like I said, to get back in the group of things. We can't wait to see Sheamus return very, very soon here on SmackDown as to what he will do. It's going to be kind of hard to say. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brought up the story last night as well. Some more WWE news as apparently Bailey wants to have a guest spot on Sasha Banks' rap album. Plus a SmackDown dark match and also behind the scenes of Kushida's return. Let's see what let's see what this is all about right here. Bailey is looking to get in on Sasha Banks' rap album, calling for a guest appearance. Banks wasn't at last night's SmackDown with Bailey and Michael Cole, both saying that she recording a rap LP. Bailey posted to Twitter, suggests that Banks may be recording with her cousin Snoop Dogg, but she did say, and this was at 10:33 p.m. last night. Bailey says at Sasha Banks, WWE, tell, <coughs> tell at Snoop Dogg. I would like, I w- I want a guest track, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you see, you see what Bailey looks like here these days. It looks very dark and mysterious. Count, even I even heard. I think there was some talk that that she was referred, she was compared to a boy in the way her hair, her hair was styled. So, <clears throat> so that was a, uh, that was pretty a, uh, very unique there. Wrestling Inc. reports that Calisto defeated Drew Gulak in the dark match before last night's SmackDown. And also, WB the WWE Performance Center shared a new video going behind the scenes for Kushida's return to action to W to I'm sorry to N, return to action on NXT. Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> so wait to uh, we can't wait to see, of course, what happens with uh, so we can't wait to see what happens here with that. Jeremy Thomas posted this story right here. Apparently, uh, there's <clears throat> a video apparently of Dash Wilder. Of the revival tripping during his entrance last night on SmackDown. Let's see if we have a little bit of text back. Okay. Dash Wilder had a pseudo shockmaster moment on SmackDown, tripping on tripping on tripping on his way to the out of the out to the ring. Of course, as in the video right here, it's on this page. Wilder tripped as he and Scott Dawson head out to the ring for their match with Gordy G and Mustafa. Shorty G, and I guess he's not being called Gordy G, now It's Chad Gable and Mustafa Ali. The flub spread quickly on Twitter, and drew reactions from Woods, whose stalemates Big E and Kofi Kingston, faced a revival on Sunday at TLC, along along with Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks. Hmm. Uh, This was posted uh, at 10.03 p.m. last night by someone named Tom at TQ Sherwood. He says, hey, girl, you got me like Dash Wilder on hashtag SmackDown, straight tripping for you. <laughs> and, of course, uh, uh, this was response to uh, uh, someone named uh, Devin, whose account's name is AtRablin's Rabbit. Uh, that's a very funny name. Dash Wilder fell on their entrance, uh, of course, LMAO, hashtag SmackDown. Of course, Xavier Woods said, he was pretty much just laughing about, ha, 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 ya, ha, 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 yeah. Okay. This was said at 8.38 p.m. last night. <clears throat> okay. Um, and then Dash actually, um, actually re- responded to a post by Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks, who said at 9.23 p.m. last night saying, fall the revival. And Dash actually on his Twitter account actually said, Okay, everyone, that's enough. So apparently, by was trying to a big deal of it, and it sounded like he was getting uh, <clears throat> uh, he was uh, he was starting to get a little bit annoyed by it. So we'll have to see what the aftermath uh, we we'll have to see what the aftermath is of that. Uh, uh, Jimmy Thomas posted this story last night as well. Some more WWE news. Apparently, Sami Zayn actually named one of, one of his favorite WWE matches and also a, a Friday the 13th Moments playlist. Let's see what we have here. Sami Zayn posted to Twitter on Friday the name one of his favorite WWE matches he had of all time. Zayn posted to comment on an article about his Intercontinental title favorite four-way match, from Extreme Rules 2016, saying it's actually one of my favorite WWE matches I've had, and encouraged everyone to watch it. <clears throat> uh, and actually, uh, Wrestle Wrestle features actually said, "Remember how much fun this gym was right here?" And of course, <clears throat> this was said at 2:40 p.m. yesterday afternoon. Sami Zayn said, "This is actually one of my favorite WWE matches I've had," but that's very much under the radar. Worth a watch on the at WWE Network if you're into great wrestling matches and have fun. <clears throat> also, WWE posted a new playlist video looking at freaky Friday the 13th moments in the company. I actually, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I watched this thing earlier, and let me tell you. The first one day ever, if you if, <clears throat> uh, if you remember the moment where the boogeyman bit some bit some sort of uh, blemish on the side of Jillian Hall's face years ago. That was actually number ten on the list, and of course, what well, and of course, this thing about it, ladies and gentlemen, that just that was truly one of the most sickening moments of all time. But the video is on YouTube if you want to go and check it out. So uh, they have some other big time but that one right there should have been number one, but they got it at number ten. So. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, there's a trending story here that I, I did not have a chance uh, uh, to read. This actually came out yet. It actually came out today, as a matter of fact. Uh, Sheesh! Just posted it here a little while ago. Uh, Eric Bischoff actually reacts to the NWO being inducted into the WB Hall of Fame. If he should be inducted as part of the group, or and also if he if he will induct them. Hmm. And that would be interesting here. Let me let me let, let me see here. On the latest edition of After 83 Weeks, Eric Bischoff shared his thoughts on the news that the NWO, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan, and Sean Waltman, of course, X-Pac, will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Here are some highlights right here on this. Let's see what we have here. On his reaction to the NWO being inducted inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, Bischoff says, About F time, I mean, comment the NWO, and this is always hard for me. To talk about because i get sick of hearing myself say some of this stuff because i've said it so many times so i can only imagine how other people who are on the receiving end of it take it and i try to find different ways to make my point so it doesn't sound like i'm saying the same thing over and over again and i just run out of ways to say it the nwo is the storyline the angle the moment that that storyline was conceived as it became executed was probably one of the most important periods in professional wrestling in this industry in the last 30 years i think the nwo storyline Look, the Monday Night Wars had already started. That fuse was already lit. When the NWO involved and came to be, that week that fuse that was already lit hit nitroglycerin and exploded the business <clears throat> in a in a way other than what Vincent Mann and WBF at the time did by launching WrestleMania and bringing a lot of mainstream attention to the industry when they did. But other than the, that period of time, there was... Nothing that's been more significant to the rest of the industry than the NWO storyline. And I'm not saying that be, that because that was something that I created and I was part of. I'm saying it because it's true. If you go back and look at the last 20, 20 years, 25 years of our in- industry's history, and look at where the industry was prior was prior to the NWO, and look at where it was subsequent to the NWO, the NWO was a catalyst. That peak, that change in the industry, the change in the, in the presentation, Everything we did that made the NWO as as successful as it is today, forget about as successful as it was back then, it's still successful today. It's one of the top selling merchandise items in in the WWE licensing catalog. It's still there. You can't go to a wrestling event anywhere in the world and not see NWO merchandise. That's what's obvious. But what's not so obvious to wrestling fans who just don't dig in dig into the business of it the business of it is that Monday uh, is that the Monday Night War the NWOWD's reaction to it which was the attitude era right and of course degen- degeneration, generation at de- generation DX or whatever the heck they called it that was an offshoot that was a reaction to something that we did that only elevated the business even more and I think that I think it's that competition and the elevation of the business to the degree that it was elevated to the extent that it was ele- elevated is the reason why you have a publicity held corporation in WWE, publicly held corporation in WWE. I don't think WWE could have gone public without the success that was created during the Monday Night Wars. And had they not gone public, they would have had the resources to do many of the things they're doing today, including their streaming platform. I know I'm reaching a little deeper, but it's going to come off like I'm going to break my arm trying to pat myself on the back. And that's not it. But if you just look, if we just look at it objectively, just look at the facts. Look at where the business was prior to the NWO and look, where, look at where it is subsequent to that. And look at all the things Monday Night Awards created, and I think you have to agree. That's great to see Hulk and Scott and Hulk and Kevin Nash and Waltman. These are all close friends of mine. Hulk is my best friend to this day. Scott, Kevin, and Sean are very close friends of mine. Could not be happy for them, but it's about freaking time. On if he should be inducted as part of the NWO, as of course Sean Waltman recently said, Bischoff said, should, on what basis should somebody go in? It's a completely subjective process. Whoever, I don't know who chooses or how how people are chosen to go into the Hall of Fame, but whatever it is, it's very subjective. There's reasons behind it. There's feelings behind it. There's emotion behind it. There's facts behind it. I have no idea how those choices are made. I don't think anybody should be in the Hall of Fame. That's nice of him to say, but he's not calling the shots. It really doesn't matter. I wish he was. That'd be great. I like to hang out with my buddies at WrestleMania. That'd be wonderful. But I don't worry about that. I knew as soon as I saw that, I go, Oh my gosh, my Twitter feed is going to be overloaded with comments about this. I'm going to be dealing with it now for weeks. But I love those guys, those four guys, especially Hulk. These guys are guys I have deep affection for and respect for, so I couldn't be happier. On he on if he would induct the NW into the Hall of Fame and Bishop said, "Not that I know of, but I'm pretty, I'm a pretty spontaneous guy. So if I get the call at the last minute, I'm, I'll swing by wherever they're going to be in Tampa, and I'm sure I can spit out a good introduction. On if he will be at the Hall of Fame ceremony to see the NWO get inducted, Bishop says, that's in April. It all depends on on what is going on. So, like I said, folks, we're definitely going to have to, uh, we're definitely have to wait and see what all, what all happens there with that." uh let's see here folks um one thing we definitely talked about i got to mention is here this is a little bit off the subject of wrestling here that i did i did talk about here was of course obviously as, as everyone has, has, has seen they've got the uh, that uh is that the uh the trailer for the up for the new ghostbusters movie that comes out next summer you know they are really wetting everybody's whistle on, on this new installment here you know the the thing is it's is beca- it's really cool that they're back like they're they're basically doing the doing this based on uh, you know based on the um they're basing this on the uh, like i said the original story because caught you know they're saying that you no know, that a lot of the, of course the original cast are supposed to be in it. Uh, of course, obviously, you know, Harold Ramis, who played Egon, of course, passed away a few years ago. I haven't heard about Rick Moranis is supposed to be in any way involved. Uh, I mean, we do know that Bill Murray is. We know Dan Aykroyd is. We know Bernie Hudson is. We know Sigourney Weaver is. We know that Annie Potts is. But that's all we've heard at this point as far as the original, the original, of course, cast here from, from, of course, the the first one in 84. Or ghostbusters 2 and 89 so like i said i'm we're not sure about that aspect although it'd be great but like i said i have i have no idea how how all that's going to entail but anyway anyway this this has been a very i mean there's been several different trailers of it but like i said um you know seeing them go back to the to the original uh format here and, and not be and not including what they did in 2016 when the women actually, actually uh, took, um, actually, like I said, actually they had the Ghostbusters, uh, have women in it uh, playing the Ghostbusters. And of course, obviously you had the cameos from Ernie Hudson. You had cameos from uh, Dan Aykroyd. You had one from Bill Murray. You had one from Sigourney Weaver. And you had one from, uh, uh, let me see. Let's see. You had, you had Bill Murray, you had Dan Aykroyd, you had Andy Potts. That's who it is. And also, uh, Ernie Hudson and Sigourney Weaver. So, I mean, it's great. It's great to see the trailer out for it finally. And they're going to run all, the, all this all the way through Of course, sometime next summer. It's going to be big. There's no doubt about it. And I can't wait to of course see this cause I'll be one of the first ones in line. Cause like I said, um, I can't wait to see, I mean, Paul Rudd being, in it. It would, it, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Paul Rudd's a good actor. So we'll have to wait and see what all happens there with that. One quick uh, story that we would, we would normally report here on, uh, we would normally report on Outside the Rubs. So I would like to read this, because this one's kind of intrigued me a little bit. Ashish brings this story out right here about the, the director of the movie, The End of the Effing World, in talks to direct a reboot of Power Rangers. Of course, as you know, of course it should. This has been around for a long time, ever since 1993. But uh, let's see what let's see what this is all talking about right here. The Hollywood Reporter reports that the end of the Epping World director Jonathan Entwistle is in talks to direct Paramount's upcoming Power Rangers feature film reboot. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, of course, was a TV hit in the 1990s and focused on a group of children who became superheroes. A movie was released in 1995. An attempt at rebooting the franchise was more of an edge, including releasing a new movie in 2017, but it bombed, earning only $142 million worldwide, stopping the reboot in its tracks. The new film aims to bring the franchise back to its roots, including a time travel component that brings the present-day kids back to the 1990s. Uh, Patrick Burley, who, uh, uh, who wrote Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, is actually writing the screenplay for this. So apparently, just like what they're doing with what I just talked about here with Ghostbusters, with, with them going back to the roots. Of course, obviously, as far as Ghostbusters is, is concerned, they're talking about possibly doing this based on, like I said, uh, like I said, on um, based on, of course, uh, Power Rangers. Apparently, uh, and this time they're thinking about going back to, like I so how you know how it was supposed to be like back in the day there as well. So. Uh, We'll have to wait and see how all that, unfold, how, how that entails there as well here, folks. So that's all our, our wrestling news and, of course, a couple of pop culture pieces here today as part of our news segment here, of course, on episode 185 of Power Hour. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on that and also on that note right there, folks, we're definitely going to go ahead and just close it out here for the night. Just as a reminder here, don't forget, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., 805, 8613 pound. We of course have um, <clears throat> have our edition of WWS this morning, and <clears throat> also getting you all prepared for TLC, of course coming up uh, tomorrow evening. Also, don't forget our special edition of uh, Revolution 138055 pound. Our live video feed coming in, of course from WWS News Channel. Of course at five o'clock, of course uh, of course will be our prediction show for TLC. As once again, I will be running down my thoughts and opinions about about uh, who should win each matches here and I will of course talk about of course our prediction title challenge and the six folks that are taking part in this and of course read their predictions as well to see how everybody is going to how, how everybody is going to to uh, to do here in this as well so we'll definitely have a fun time here and wrestling of course starting start with WWS this morning tomorrow morning at eight and then of course at 5. Um, tomorrow evening we'll have our prediction show, like I said, for TLC. Uh, a couple quick plugs I will bring you, of course, don't forget to visit Perpetual Uniquity on eBay. Uh, eBay.com forward slash Perpetual Uniquity. Of course, is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. And of course, folks, don't forget there's about almost 200 items, of course, still for sale. Uh, just checked it out here a little while ago. Some great items there indeed. More to come
0: here, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Uh, Of course, course we're trying to post stuff about every other day. But we are continuing, of course, to get stuff on there even as we speak. So be sure to check it out here today. Everything from books and other knickknacks, men's and women's and children's clothing, Kiss and other pieces of rock and roll memorabilia. Also, classic Hot Wheels cars, video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. Also, don't forget, of course, there are still several DVD titles still left there as well as uh, different ones there indeed. So be sure to check all that out here as well at Perpetual Uniquity. Once again, our motto is is Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. And also, don't forget uh, Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. Of course, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD Sales Variety. Of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we are 17 days away from, of course, the end of our big time special here in the In which, like I said, every single DVD and Blu-ray posted on the page, including a brand new list that was just posted hours ago of of some very unique stuff there as well. Of course, everything on the page is worth $1, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, like I said, you cannot beat those prices there indeed. Of course, as we said, music, sports, wrestling, seasons of different TV series. Also, of course, movie genres, everything from action-adventure to comedy to drama to Western to hard to science fiction, uh, you name it. It's there. Uh, like I said, we have classic stuff and also stuff as some recent stuff here as well. And of course, like I said, all DVDs and Blu-rays posted on the page has been checked out thoroughly by yours truly, Mr. WS. Chad Hinshaw. And of course, if the, if, if, if of course, <coughs> if, 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 if you don't see a particular, if you don't, uh, if there's certain, if there's uh, like I said, I w- and I would never of course post anything at all that of course that, uh, that that was not of course that was not uh working very very properly like I said, we said we inspect every single dvd and blu-ray very very thoroughly we, we we check we check the front we check the back we check the case we check the dvd itself we play it to see if it works and all those posters do in fact live up to all those qualifications there folks so be sure to check it out here today ladies and gentlemen 17 days away before this special goes like i said one dollar for every single every single one post DVD and Blu-ray posted on there. You might find some interesting ones. That uh, you might find some interesting ones here that you would be definitely that you would um, you would definitely be able to um, you know jump on here. So I would recommend doing so here and trying it out here very very soon. So be sure to check it out here. Indeed, remember at Bulldog DVD sells a variety. You take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to visit us. Here today. <clears throat> uh, on that note, here, Power Hour episode 185 is a broad is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on talkshoe.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on talkshoe.com. Take care, of course, and God bless. And, of course, those who don't, we don't get a chance to talk to tomorrow for our prediction show for TLC, if you do watch it, uh, uh, enjoy it, then uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say here. Of course, by just come on to any of our shows here and leave your thoughts and opinions. And we'll definitely, of course, you, you could hear some of your comments on the air. You never, you never know. Posted also some of our pages, of course, on Facebook as well. We would love to see what you have to say about it. Since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling. Pop culture and everything in between, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one and the only WCWS Radio Network, and I have our closing theme, which is the remainder of our opening theme um, here for today. Just a just a very unique piece right here. You'll definitely enjoy. It. Take care and God bless. We'll talk at you tomorrow on WCWS this morning.